1: Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot, you fool! Hey, Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
0: Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed. I'm back, finally! The podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions. I've been on a break from this, not from life. Been working my ass off on a ton of things, so I am sorry. It's been a little bit. I am so happy to be back. Coming in hot. It's uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I'll release this right after I record. I'm planning to, but doing 10 million things. So yeah, new year. Same me, but trying to be better. So that'll be a, a different talk for a different time, but Uh, I might do a solo birthday whatever episode, but I know I said that about doing a dead dad episode. Haven't tapped into that, but probably still healing. Anyway, I'm happy to be here. If you're still listening, you've been listening, you've been waiting for this, or you're just happy to see it pop up in your podcast feed, thank you for sticking with me. If you are new, thank you for trying me out. Please hit that subscribe button. Leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would love... You know what I would love for my birthday? More ratings and reviews. Uh, I would love to get to double what we have by the end of this year. So let's do that together, team. Huh? If you haven't, it's super easy. And if you have, thank you. It helps. It makes the podcast show up in the algorithm so more people happen upon it. And uh, there's more of us learning and growing. Shout out to uh, my best idiot forever, Kathy. She is my top tier, tippy top patron. And shout out to all my patrons, because they've been sitting through this hiatus with you guys. They got, I'm not going to lie to you guys, they already got this episode a little bit early. As soon as I record it, I put it unedited up on Patreon. That is one of the biggest benefits of Patreon. Patreon.com slash JMS Comedy. I've changed it, which, uh, you know, is going to fuck people up looking for it if they find out through an old episode. But Patreon.com slash JMS Comedy. I'm streamlining all my stuff to Just Be JMS comedy. So uh there's early unepid- ed- excuse me, early unedited episodes. Uh you get all the bonus content from episodes that we cut. Uh this one I just I just let keep going. This is a little special treat for you guys since I have uh fallen off the map. I'm giving you the full length episode, but usually at an hour everything over that is bonus content, but you're going to love Sarah. She's great. I loved her. And she's a lot of fun. I actually ended up getting like two mediums pretty back-to-back with my interviews. So I'll have two medium episodes within the next month. Uh, So I don't know. Is this the year I turn full woo-woo? We'll find out. But this one's... um, Excuse me. (coughs) Oh, Lord, I need water. Uh, This is... uh, I don't know. This was a fun episode. Really interesting. Got a little personal. Got pretty interesting. Tried to keep the questions, you know on that borderline skeptic episode, uh, episode, uh, skeptic level. For those of you who, you know, roll your eyes at this shit, but also for those of you like me who get kind of excited for it, try to dig a little deeper. So either way, I think you're going to enjoy her. Listen, if you want to see me, I'm coming to a lot of places, jmscomedy.com head there to get my calendar. Uh, I'll be in Alaska. I'm doing a show in Anchorage and Wasilla later this month. I'm going to Philly. I'm going to Raleigh. I'm coming all over. There's a bunch of other ones. I'm, I'm coming all over the country. I'm squirting across America. So <laughs> come out and see me. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just get this thing going. This is Sarah Renee. You're going to love her. I love her. Check her out. Uh, hit the show notes to schedule a reading with her. Start following her on her social media. But no further ado, the wonderful medium, Sarah Renee. Hey idiots. Welcome back to ignorance is blessed. Ah, it's me. You know me. I'm here with the amazing. Okay. Sarah Renee world. I always, I shouldn't say your name first. I should say all the cool things, but I mean, you are like internationally acclaimed medium. You're an incredible, like best-selling author. Thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I am so excited to have you. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very into mediums psychic. Well, first of all, let's like for the people listening, cause I have a, a wide range of listeners who have all different beliefs and different opinions, yep. lots of skeptics, lots of people who are, you know, like me, not like me. Yeah. So let's talk about first, what does it mean to be a medium? Cause I think people go medium psychic and they think like, it's all just one thing,
2: but
1: yeah, what are you as a medium? Like, mm-hmm. tell me.
2: And that's funny. That's actually why I kind of, I changed my, my technical like term to spiritual medium versus psychic medium, Yeah. just for that reason, even though it's the same thing, (laughs) But, (laughs) but so, you know, the, the big, the main difference is a medium, it specializes in bringing through people who have passed away. Wow. Or messages from the other side. Whereas like a psychic is more like they could do tarot. They might see, you know, some things with the future. Um, They might read energy like,
0: but you're specifically like kind of communicating with Mm -hmm. spirits who are on whatever the other side is. That's where they are.
2: Yes. And I mean, that's why, like, I, cause I have people from all religion, like all backgrounds, even atheists. So it's, I call it just, you know, afterlife slash before life. I, I channel new babies that are coming in too. So. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's crazy.
0: Okay. I want to get into, I want to like dig into all of this. So first of all, how did, when did you realize that you had this
2: ability? You know, I thought I was just a weirdo (laughs) most of my life, to be honest. I just thought that there was something like wrong with me. Um, When I was five, I think like the clearest example, because I was really afraid of my abilities. I saw a lot of scary things when I was little. I'm I can only imagine, you know, it was like just like the horror movies that we watch like, 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 (laughs) um, and then when I was five, my grandmother passed away and it was like the middle of the night. She had had cancer. My mom, you know, got the call and I made her take me to the hospital. I was like, grandma's not going to leave until I go say goodbye. And I still remember like sitting on the bed and talking to her as if she was sitting next to me, but really her body was chills i just got chills like laying down and and then i just got up and i was like grandma's fine i was like she's gonna go but but you know why well, can but she's okay her, so it's okay
0: <laughs> wow and was your was your mom just like all
2: right <laughs> like yeah kids. i think she's just like you know <laughs> whatever you need to cope we love you grandma exactly like, and- like she had her own grief going on so i don't think she really had the she's like the whatever, capacity i'm sure as long as you're oh. okay <laughs> that's
0: yeah like- <laughs> Wow. And then from then until like, how long did it take you to really? Cause I imagine having an ability like that can mm-hmm. be like, I mean, as you said, you're like, I just thought I was a weird kid. You're like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to really embrace that you had this ability? So,
2: Like a, <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> uh, when I was 18, I went to my first like medium slash astrologer she was really the one who connected the dots for me and was like hey do you ever have experiences like this like because I'm I'm seeing that you have mediumship ability so this is and she like laid it all out for me I so love that was, I love
0: I just love the idea of a wow. medium being like they're telling me that like you're a member of this club so I don't really know why you're
1: here
2: And <laughs> I am like uh you can talk to them on your own <laughs> <laughs> That's so but it funny. was like, because before that, to me, it just, I felt like I had anxiety all the time. I felt like I saw things that nobody else saw. Like I didn't know. And I wow. I, I tried to numb it with a lot of drugs and alcohol. Well, and, I'm sure. Cause you're like feeling alcohols. quote crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought I was totally, really strange. And then, so that was kind of my like first moment of validation of like, oh, okay. I'm not just like this weirdo. I mean, in some circles, I still am, but like,
0: <laughs> same girl. Oh my God. No, like, uh,
2: <laughs> what can you do? But, yeah. um, but, you know, but, but it like explained. So that I at least like understood like, okay, this is really an ability that I have. And, and so I like being addict personality, like I was like, I'm going to jump you. in all the way. And like, solve murders and (laughs) the world. And of course, you know, like (laughs) no big thing, like who, you know, but, but what I learned with that was, you know, it's so when you don't have any foundation of any kind of spiritual, you know, I, I believed in God and stuff, but I didn't really have that built in like reliance you know, or any kind of practice. I didn't meditate or pray or anything okay. like that. So I, I dove in with like zero protection and totally freaked myself out. Um, seeing like wow. dark, like, especially trying to solve murders. Oh, cause it's
0: <laughs> like, you're diving in. Yes,
2: yeah, so like I saw this homicide that I like wanted to solve that had happened in our area with like involving people I grew up with. And I s- like, I saw flashes of it in my head from a very dark lens, and it was it was so traumatizing for me. So, wow. so then I just I was like, nope, never mind. <laughs> um, and it wasn't for a few more years until I moved from Arizona to San Diego and started teaching yoga and like, and got sober and more like dove into my spirituality. That then, then people's loved ones started coming through when I was teaching yoga and doing like healing work and it just, and it felt so much lighter. And I was like, Oh, okay. This doesn't have to be scary.
0: Wow. That's fascinating that like when you started clearing your head, you got sort of these more positive or more clear images. Um, Let's, I want to talk about the difference a little before, like you embraced it. Like what was getting an experience like before you had really been like, oh, I'm a medium, it's okay, this is normal versus, you know, once you've accepted it. So like before you kind of leaned into who you are, what was it like to have an experience, so to speak?
2: It was, I would say like overwhelming, you know, is a kind of one word, Um, (laughs) like no matter how it was, like how it came (laughs) through, um, it was very like, Like, things would happen to me. um, Like, I remember a boyfriend of mine in high school got in a fight one night. It was, like, in the middle of the night. I woke up in the middle of the night in my bed, my house, feeling like I was getting kicked in the stomach. Whoa. Seeing these people around kicking me, like, having flashes of what was happening as if it was happening to me. But I'm in my bed at home I had to crawl to the bathroom nobody knew what was wrong with me I didn't know what was wrong with me it stopped you know in like I don't like a few like 10 minutes or something and I I found out that that was what was happening to him at that time the next day and so that like But like, I didn't really think it was cool. I thought it was like more like now I look back and I'm like, look at how like good you were. Like, you know, like when I look Look at how in
0: tune you were with your viewer of such a good partner. Yeah,
2: like look (laughs) at that. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like just, I mean, that is being empath on like, a horrific level where you're like, I guess I'm getting my ass kicked too.
2: Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> it was pretty extreme. So, I mean, the, you know, those would feel bad or like if I walked into a house and let's say somebody died in there, like I would just, I would kind of take it all on because how I, even like now how I do readings is I see things through the person coming through, through their perspective. So like, Whoa. you know, if they got shot, I experienced getting shot. So I like, I, when I, before I really even understood, like if I went into a house and let's say somebody like one time there was somebody hung themselves in that house, I couldn't breathe. Like I had to like run outside. Cause I couldn't breathe. You would like, Oh, start experiencing. Like, yeah. The, and then I, wow. and so like, I just thought I'm so sensitive. I need to like live in a bubble or something like, uh, yeah,
0: I can imagine. <laughs> how do you, mm-hmm. uh, how do you like, deal with that now how what do you do to kind of protect yourself from
2: yeah so now i've learned that like by embracing it and it was like even before i started doing readings full time just by like understanding and embracing kind of who i am and and this this ability you know gift curse some may say (laughs) (laughs) you know it um It at least gave me the awareness to like stop. So now, like if I walk into a place and I feel like we went to a hotel, my family um, and I felt like, oh, I'm hanging like I. So I stopped for a minute, like the Bellman's like unloading our stuff. And I'm like, like, I can't breathe. And then so I I know now I'm like, hey, has anybody died in this room? You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, like somebody hung themselves from the balcony You know, several years ago. Whoa! So it was like, okay. So now that like what I know, I'm like, okay, cool. So you can just go like,
0: okay, something probably happened here. Totally fine.
2: Yeah, and so then I just talk to them, and like, if it gets like too much, I'm like, okay, you need to back off. So it's like big boundaries. Okay. Well, boundaries are very important with, <laughs> with these sensitivities or, you know, and then like all I'm day sure. long, I'm, I'm constantly saying in my head, like, please send all energy. That's not mine back to where it came from with love and compassion. That's like my 24, seven mantra. Like mantra. <laughs>
1: wow.
2: Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, that's fascinating. So is it like, I, like an ongoing throughout the day thing to really maintain that mantra? Does that help you? not be inundated everywhere you go.
2: Yeah. You you know, and I think in the beginning it was a lot of work, like trying to remember, like I would set reminders on my phone so that they'd go off like every couple hours to remind me to clear (laughs) my energy or, you know, something. I love that. That's really now it's just so habitual. Like it's just normal.
0: Yeah. You just built the habit. So you just kind of do it. And Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's good for you. So when you're giving someone a reading, do you I mean, what does a reading look like? Like, do you do you ever get inundated by if, like if someone comes in and they've got like a bunch of dead people? Are you getting like, is there a crowd like, wait, I have to say something. Yeah. where well, I want to tell her something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's so funny that's like exactly how it is like i'll get like a line behind me or or sometimes like a family will show me like it's almost like they're at, like a huge dinner it's like a dinner party where like everybody talks over one another and like <laughs> oh my god that's so funny <laughs> or like they'll give me like this tapping on their wrist like watch like if somebody's taking too long like i'll feel the next person like excuse me that sounds we're so... on a time limit here <laughs> hey, we all have something to say and yeah, there's only like, an can hour you, can so you wrap it
0: up <laughs> So it's like a it's like a giant twelve step meeting.
2: Yeah, (laughs) sometimes.
0: (laughs) Wow, is there? Do you experience? um, I mean, I guess you said with like the choking, but when you're just giving someone a a personal reading, do you have a like? Do you experience any physical? Like, do you sweat? Do you? Does it cause like physical reactions?
2: Yeah, like so. It's funny. I used to get like because, because they're like, if you think about like vibration, like everybody kind of talks about high vibration, low vibration these days. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like low vibration would be like that person that makes you feel really heavy and, you know, and, and kind of negative. Yes. You know, and then, and then high is like, um, not just happy, but, you know, it's like light, buzzy. Like I always think of like hummingbirds. Or something oh yeah that's you a know, great way like to put kind of- and
0: you know those people too there's like a different yeah like you
2: can tell the type of person
0: yeah it's funny how like so. you can really i mean let me ask you this i guess do you think everyone ha- is this like a very unique ability do you think everyone if they really worked could anyone like tap into some level of maybe not medium maybe but or like psychic abilities?
2: Mm -hmm. I think that everybody has intuition. I, I see around everyone spirit, like everyone has guides, angels, loved ones, somebody, somebody's watching out for everyone.
1: Is there anyone here here with
2: me? Um, okay. Like, so, so anybody has the ability to tap into their people You know, or their guides, like for that support. Okay, that's awesome. So with that, I don't feel that everybody, like it's honestly kind of my pet peeve. Like all those like psychic classes that like teach people. No, I
0: mean that blows my mind. People like (laughs) learn to be a psychic, and I and I'm as someone who absolutely would love to learn that, but I go like, there's there's no way that's a thing. That's not. That's not a muscle you can just get to the point of being like a fully. I'm sure if you have the ability but to me, mm-hmm. it feels like. And tell me if I'm way off. It, it's I mean, there's a reason they call it a sixth sense, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, some people are visually impaired. Some people are fully blind. Some people have better than 20, 20 vision. And I feel like mm-hmm. maybe it's in that yeah, most, like of, I, us, I, most I like of us, most of us don't have the skill. Mm-hmm. Like most of us are nearly blind or blind, but. Mm-hmm you know, some people, like how much can you really strengthen the actual ability? I'm sure like how you deal with it is what you strengthen more than. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And like, and, and then you're, I mean, I feel like too, there's some degree of whether you want to call it like destiny or your sole purpose of like, are you supposed to be doing readings? Are you supposed to be doing that? You know, like, yeah, I know people who work in law enforcement who will feel like a murder victim, guide them to like a piece of evidence, but they don't go around calling themselves mediums, even though I would argue like they have that, uh, they're tapping in. Absolutely, it's just being used
0: in a different way. And
2: oh, and Mm. I'm sure, you know, depending on
0: how you were raised, where you brought up, you know, if you came from a very scientific or cynical family who's not Mm. into this stuff, you just go, Mm -hmm. that's just, well, I think about that with like, I mean, you said intuition. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone I think it's a universal experience that every once in a while you kind of have this realization of like, oh, yeah, I got to just feelings Mm -hmm. will pass and I don't have to Mm -hmm. kill myself every time I'm sad or whatever. I don't know. That's but I mean, arguably, is that like actually a message from someone and you're not just like, aha.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say that's like them like putting in because most messages that people get from the other side come through like telepathically like that. So you don't know, like, is it my thought or is it them? That's like the hardest when I teach people how to like embrace their intuition. Like that's like the hardest thing.
0: Is learning what is like purely my thought Mm -hmm. and what is like Abraham Lincoln being like, (laughs) don't do that or whatever. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Um, oh that's so do you still do you have trouble with that sometimes sometimes like with myself with big situation like where I'm biased so like uh, you know I'm trying to think of something like if there's like a big health thing or you know or something or like yeah you know a big like a a work thing like I really want to let's just say like you know oh I really want to do this podcast but like I might get like a bad feeling about, but then I'm like, wait, am I just nervous or is this like a genuinely warning. a bad feeling?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Cause like, we all want to, you know, trust your gut mm-hmm. and there is the like, and I don't know if it's trauma. And then you have to go, is it my trauma? Is it one of these mediums traumas? But like, there's there is that like sometimes like this is a bad idea but it's actually like a fear that you're supposed to push through versus mm-hmm. your body being like run bitch
2: yeah <laughs> exactly so it's like I, I you know i i have to practice what i preach you know for sure of like okay spirit you know i call them spirit you know like great intervene if this is like what i do when i get really overwhelmed i'm like you either make this happen if it's meant to be and help me do it or, like, really show me clearly that that I am not supposed to be doing this.
0: I kind of like that. I just like the idea of, because people go, like, give me a sign. And I like your uh, giving very specific boundary directions. Like, either show me how to do it or, like, yeah. or get me out of here. <laughs> just... I love that you're like, just stop it. This is, I don't need a lesson. Just what, which way are we going?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I tell people, sometimes you have to ask them like, be clear. Like I need something that will like punch me in the face with the answer right now. (laughs) Yes. Well, do you think that's why it's
0: so like, when you're, you know, when you make goals, you like say a goal out loud, why it's when they say like, you know, it's a thing to like, I say like way too much. Jesus. Um, Hey, everyone listening uh when people say get very specific with your goals is a little of that like because there's people listening like
2: so that well the, your spirit like guides helps. know how to guide you yeah because you're like putting your energy you're funneling it into a specific direction instead of just like scattering it everywhere
0: real you know it's so kind real. Of,
2: but then you always want to be open for divine intervention so like when people talk about manifesting or setting goals, like I always add it on like this or something even better. (gasps)
0: I started doing that too. Somebody else mentioned that to me.
2: I love that. Or even more this or something better. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes like we're limited by what we can see. Like, like they always show me the example of if life, if we're here doing life, like, and we're like, it's like we're hiking on a trail that's like very dense with trees and, there's mountains and we can't we can only see what's in front of us like we can only see what we can see so then like spirit and our angels guides like they're like our like drone flying above i love that <laughs> you're like hey up there go go right you know turn left like <laughs> that's amazing um so, yeah <laughs>
0: wow okay so basically everyone has
2: a group of Some degree, yeah mm-hmm like a group of, I call them like a spirit team. Okay. Because well, that kind of that's brings great. them all together.
0: <laughs> I like that. Okay. So this is a perfect transition, actually. So if everyone has a spirit team, um, what are like ways that, I mean, are there ways that, you know, a regular individual can kind of try to connect with their spirit team?
2: Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm a big fan of daily meditation just because it's, yeah. Quiet in your mind, right? Like, because yeah. if you imagine you're trying to listen and then you have all of your mental chatter going on, it's harder to hear just on a logical
0: <laughs> oh Yeah, no, absolutely.
2: Let's level. So, any kind of meditation, even if it's five minutes a day, is better than nothing. Wow. Um, okay. And then, and then really just giving them permission to talk to you because usually it's that they don't want to like interrupt your free will or they don't want to freak you out or... You, you know, you just have a nap. So they're just sitting there like, okay, we're just going to let this person do whatever they need to do. That's <laughs> so funny. I'm just picturing
0: my mother like, well, I guess you don't need my help then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's like... What... <laughs> well, fine. Do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, we'll see how this goes your way.
0: <laughs> Honestly, so, my whole like... life would make sense if all of my spirit guides were just like sarcastic. <laughs> they're just yeah. passive aggressive. And they're like, all right, they're good all, luck.
2: They They have a good sense of humor on the other side. They're way... They have way more fun than us, I think. Oh, I'm sure. Because
0: it's like, well, they are like, d- we're all sitting here being like death. And they're like, Bleh.
2: yeah, they're like, really like lighten up a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> okay. That's
0: so funny. Wow. Oh, wow. So is, is someone's, is your spirit team always just family members? Is it other people? Is it yeah? So non-people? I don't know.
2: It could be... So let's, uh, like, essentially, like, we all come in, we have, like, a guardian angel. I always see guardian angels as kind of being neutral gender, and they they always show me, like, a white robe, but that's, like, my symbol for that's just their guardian yeah. angel. It's, um, so, like, that's we funny. all have one angelic being, whether you want to relate that to a higher energy or, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, and then... And then any, you know, loved ones who've passed away, sometimes even people's like great grandparents or like like a distant like ancestor. That I they, they've never. You know, that they didn't even know will like take on the job as being one of your guardians. So then there's, wow. so there's definitely like the family member ancestor aspect. Wow, wow, wow. And then like, it depends on, you know, on people's energy, like I'll sometimes see different, you know, beings. Like um, Mother Mary might come through for pe- someone, or you know, like wow. a, the Egyptian goddess Isis might be helping somebody, like with their business. I find her a lot with entrepreneurs. For some really, reason. that's
0: like- <laughs> so interesting that she's like
2: we're killing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like she's just, like very like wealth and power and like, Oh, that's <laughs> so fascinating. Magic. And yeah. So she comes through a lot for them. Like Buddha. I've seen Buddha around a lot of people like um, Jesus, you know, like different. That's
0: so, so cool. yeah,
2: it just kind of depends, you know, what, what frequencies I think are, are aligned and, for people.
0: Okay. And is it like, is the team like the team is set or do, do new, spirit guides come in and out sometimes depending on
2: they might come in and out depending on like your frequency almost like if you think of like mentors like I know even for me I'll have let's say like Archangel Michael come through every day for what I mean he's like I feel like he's always with me but um but you know like he might be more loud or more like present while I'm working on boundaries and then like let's say like I get really good I'm I'm I like past that test or whatever so then you know like mary magdalene might come through next to help me with my feminine power and like get over my fear of being misunderstood and you know that kind of so they're almost like teachers for i love that so they come
0: in it. at times when like you have a lesson you need to learn or that you're working mm-hmm. on do you actually when you sit down with someone do you actually like see these beings or is it more of like a feeling like how do you it's more I of how a to ask this question
2: feeling or or like I'll see them kind of in my mind's eye okay. okay versus like I don't see them like I see you
0: yeah that's what I was wondering if like it's
2: full-on
0: like when I see it in
2: the human like through my human eyes call it like like I see it more like just energy okay And then like when they want to show me what they look like or something, it'll be like pictures in my head. Wow. Okay, cool. And then I'll feel, and then I'll hear like, so it's kind of like all (laughs) methods coming through. So usually it's like when I sit down with somebody, I'm like, okay, so I feel, you know, say like a mother energy coming through and she's like, we were just talking about, Use that as an example of like, yeah you know like she's very sarcastic like she's very loving <laughs> but I also feel like she's like that person that's a little like passive aggressive or like she might send you like some sarcastic signs and then you know her passing um, maybe I'll you know they'll take me to like my head maybe and my lungs I think that was the one I just did of like um it was like a stroke but then she past with um from lung cancer oh wow you know so then I'll feel or I'll feel like my organs shutting down or I'll feel like aches and pain so then I go through their death and I rely that and then usually by the time we get through like their energy and personality and death the person's like oh yeah that's you know that's my mom it takes that long to go like oh
0: that's I know who
2: that is because I never like because I'm I'm a huge skeptic (laughs) myself so like i never like when people are like oh your your grandmother's here i'm like how do you know my grandmother yeah
0: so like how do you know that's my grandmother did she that's
2: yeah so i like i never so it's my I'll big assume. like I, I will never do that for people i'm always want to give them some evidence that it is their person
0: yeah <laughs> i mean i i love that you do that because it is like yeah anyone could just be like grandma's you know, here and yeah. she says don't be a hussy so i don't know what that means but listen to grandma because
2: yeah. <laughs> almost everyone has like a grandparent who's deceased some yeah older you know, figure or something so i mean that's like an easy one to just assume to so. just like grab on to that makes sense well
0: this is i mean there's so many things i still want to ask you we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back lots more questions but i i'm gonna like selfishly ask the questions that like apply to like my situation, but I think they'll be universal. So uh, we will be right back, everybody.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more visit parker.com slash purpose Parker engineering your success. Okay,
0: everyone. I am back with Sarah Renee. We are just getting into some really cool stuff, talking about spirit teams and family members who have passed on coming back to her as, as a medium. Um, well, here's what I would talk about first, death. Let's just get into death. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> like, I uh, I make a lot of jokes about death. I also do a lot of jokes about mental health and, and et cetera, which leads down that road sometimes uh, in my comedy. So uh, I have always been, I don't know if it's a morbid fascination, but I've had a lot of people in my past die. So I'm sure that led to me. Mm-hmm. Finding a sense of humor about it, as you do. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess what I want to ask you about is if all of these spirits that come to you that are surrounding all of us are, you know, people have passed on, what is that, what is the transition period from death to spirit life like? Is it one thing? Is it different depending on how you die? I don't know. How can we get into that? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's good. So first I would start with say like, you know, I always, I love that you laugh about it because it's a joke in my family of how, like, I'll call them up and be like, I died in a new way today. And I'm like, always so excited. <laughs> uh, cause you're, are, cause you're like feeling and experiencing someone's Yeah, so, like, I'll tell that I'm, like, okay, well, like, jumping off the Coronado Bridge, like, into cold water and dying that way is, like, probably one of my least favorite ways. Well, I love that
0: you, like, rank them. Do you have, can I ask you, like, (laughs) with all the deaths you have experienced, uh, you know, through these other people, is there one that you're, like, yeah, I think that's the one I want. I want to do that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, I, I really... One of my favorites was, was a woman who was passing and she she had like the morphine going, you know, when she was in the hospital. Oh yeah. She was like listening to, like her loved ones are around her and she loved to party. And so they had music on and good food and she was just listening to them laugh and it felt like falling asleep. And that was uh, by far my most favorite. I was like, I would I would be happy with that. Day. I love that. I also like
0: hearing that. From your perspective, the reassurance of someone in that position mm-hmm. really, because they tell you that, you know, if you have a, I, my, I, you know, my dad passed away last year and he was in the hospital and they, they tell you, oh, they can still hear you. And we played like a playlist of his favorite songs and like, but it's cool to hear that you experienced it from that perspective. Yeah. So sure the morphine it feels doesn't hurt. So either.
2: like soothing. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's just like falling asleep
0: with all your favorite people around you. mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You feel
2: really safe. So that another one of my favorite ones was a man who had a heart attack while he was snorkeling. But he loved being in the water. So it was like it was sudden. Yeah, it was a little bit painful. It was like a like I, I almost feel like a pressure and like a sharp pain in my chest. yeah. But it was so fast. And then he was out of his body and like he passed doing what he loved. Just like so looking. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> if it's quick,
0: I imagine that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the more, slow it ones that... Sometimes that's a little. <sighs> yeah. Oh, um, is the transition, uh,
2: is it like, is there a process? Is it different if it happens suddenly versus. There's definitely like a little more shock. I find when it happens suddenly, like yeah. I've had like car accidents where then somebody's standing there and they're like, wait, like I can't go back into my body. Like what's happening? Like there's a little cushion there, you know, where like if they're just shot and they didn't really even see it coming, like they're like, wow, just it. Like, I'm just gone now. You know, Which, like so yeah. there's a little confusion sometimes in, in that process. Yeah. Um, but mostly like, there's this period in the physical death that I find kind of no matter I've, I've had it like when people are shot and killed. And then when people pass away from Alzheimer's or cancer, or, you know, illness Yeah. It, where right before the body finishes shutting down where the soul actually leaves first, and then, or, like, this is big with, like, life support, people who are on life support. If you yeah. take them off life support, you might see their body, like, move or, or gasp or something, but they're already out of their body.
1: So yeah. they don't feel that
2: at all. That's,
0: oh, wow. That's interesting. It's just, like, the physical machine that they were in is mm-hmm. giving its last little pfft, but, like, yeah. That's so interesting because I, I mean, I think, I don't know. I can't assume what anyone has experienced with losing a loved one who was taken off of life support or a ventilator, et cetera. But it was interesting with my dad. There was like, cause he was on, he was on a ventilator and then they took him off. They were like, we're going to take him off. And it was just me and my brother in the room and they, they were like, you know, his vitals are pretty bad. So he'll probably only have a few breaths at most. It'll probably. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, we said all our goodbyes and stuff before they pulled him off, but. It was interesting cause they pulled him off. We were playing his favorite music and I don't know how to explain saying like I could feel his energy leave his body, but there was like, it was energy. There's no way to explain it. But like mm-hmm. I could feel something leaving the room. But it was before he was like officially pronounced like he had a few more mm-hmm. little breaths mm-hmm. and like. But it was I don't know, it was the same. I guess the way to explain it for anyone listening, maybe you've had a similar experience, but it, it it's like, it, you know, when you like get goosebumps or you can just tell yeah. something's off. It was just like a feeling and then going like, oh, he's gone. And then Mm -hmm. he died so that's just really interesting
2: do you are like a lot of people will tell me that like they'll feel or like in a reading like spirit might show me like their soul passes through you as they leave like as a way of like hugging you goodbye wait that makes so much sense actually (laughs) yeah and like a lot (laughs) of people are like oh like yeah like right before
0: yeah it's like a a non-wind wind wind, so to speak
2: yeah it's like there's no breeze but like you could almost f- like that, like it moves through you like in that same way.
0: Whoa, yeah, that that is just cool to hear and also like reassuring for my own because my dad and I hadn't seen each other in years and then he passed away. But mm-hmm. uh, what I want to get to, I'm just trying to like <laughs> say it very callously, like don't start crying, keep interviewing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, is there, do you know, is there like, a transition period in like someone leaving their body before they come back to like spirit guide or is it just like all right you're out do what you're gonna do like yeah so it
2: depends like where because like if you think it like earth is like school yeah so we come here and we learn all these lessons or we don't
0: And then they're like, you know? get back out there.
2: <laughs> so in the case of, <laughs> let's say somebody, you know, did like really refuse to learn a lot of their lessons for whatever reason, or yeah. um, maybe they were all the way to a terrible person and they were abusive and hurt a lot of people around them. They will be, they'll they'll still get the peace of the other side. Like they get the, that love. And it's like, they, they end up in a safe place. I want to say it's almost like they end up in such a safe place. They can finally work through all their stuff. So wow, they still get that peace, but they have to experience everything that they put out. Oh, it's like, oh, here's like a wad of karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get it kind of all at once. Oh, wow. You know, or, and we have to feel everything that we everything that we created. So, you know, that process is very good for, you know, really good people who did a lot of nice things. Like they finally get to feel all the good that they really did that maybe they didn't even know. Yeah, wow. But then somebody who, like I said, like caused a lot of harm, that process (laughs) is more of a wake-up call.
0: (laughs) They get to like really get the lens of like, by the Mm -hmm. way, this is how you made people feel and this is what you did Mm -hmm. in case you didn't know.
2: Yeah. And like in situations where there's been like a, like you said, like you didn't speak to your dad for, you know, a few years, like in those situations, a lot of times it's like the person finally seeing like the other person's perspective. Yeah. Cause they're out, we're out of our ego, like we're out of our head and our lens. So it's like, you can finally see the whole Picture.
0: I mean, you're yeah, absolutely. You're nailing it because there was just with my situation specifically, like I was so clouded with anger because my dad left. He left when I was a kid. He left again. Mm -hmm. And it had been so long since I saw him that until I got a call and I was like, I guess I'm supposed to go see him because he's dying. It was Mm -hmm. like I had gotten so angry that I forgot that like I loved him, you know? Mm. but I had the experience of like finally understanding his perspective of like all he was doing and like, yes, there were fuck ups, but like this like flood of good memories and realizing he had his own issues he was working through and, and even going in to see my dad. It's so funny. Cause I mean, what you said about when you were young visiting your grandma, it's obviously not, it's not the same thing at all, but that like moment of her almost waiting for you.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like
0: with my dad when I was going to see him. I was very, I, it's like a backwards thing to be. I was very fortunate that he was a Floridian because they were letting people into hospitals, which is questionable, wow. Uh, wow. And, and it was limited. But it was like two people a day, only if they're in the ICU. But wow. th- that wasn't the case everywhere, so I know I was very. To say that's still yeah, that's but f- I had spoken to my cousin who called and let me know, and then I reconnected with my stepmom. And them plus all the nursing staff were like, "Look, he's not responsive. He's not going to wake up. But if you talk to him, he can hear you." And I, I swear on everything, I walked in and I was like, "Hey, Dad!" And he woke up and he like, literally. I mean, he he was on a ventilator. He could couldn't do much. He's on morphine, but like, yeah, but eyes open, like- rolled over, and like, wow, it was incredible. And we were able to have this sort of pseudo conversation because all he could mm-hmm. do was like nod and stuff, but uh it was just like this oh moment of forgiveness and like Mm -hmm. clarity and should not like that's like
2: (laughs) that's a huge lesson in similar situations that I've seen like for him because for somebody to because usually when somebody I want to say all the time there's no blanket You know, that's okay, but what's the right? But like a lot of times, when somebody leaves, abandons their family, or right, it's because there's some wound, there's some story that they have going on of like they don't know what love is, or they don't really know how to be in the family, or like so. So, sometimes in those, or a lot of times in those instances, like that soul will maybe from the other side before they're even born, be like, I want to learn like what real love and forgiveness is. And so they'll come into a family like where maybe they don't experience that so much. And then it might end up in a situation like that, like where they cause you a lot of harm. They know they have, they just don't know how to stop necessarily (laughs) different I can't stop hurting everyone (laughs) yeah Yeah. I mean you know like sometimes that's where people are at and then you go so then he has this experience right before he but like before he even passes of you forgiving him and having that love so like he's gonna feel that like a lesson like almost like wow like she taught me like she showed me how to love and forgive? Oh no, I'm crying. <laughs> wow. So sometimes it's like even though it's that's a really like- long
0: lesson, like it doesn't happen till right at the end. Mm-hmm. What a what a fucking Can you imagine you know, leaving that life and you're like you waited till the last minute like that? <laughs> but-
2: yeah, well, and it's even worse. Like the people who don't even do that, and like they learn on the other side, and they're like, wow, like it only took me like. <laughs> so all long my time and dying and be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow um that's interesting so do you feel like because i know you said you you know sometimes communicate with unborn babies well let me ask you this do are all the the spirit team around us are those considered enlightened beings like does everyone
2: become a spirit guide or spirit not everyone so like let's say like your dad could be like so sometimes i'll see it like and i'll just use your parents since you shared like as an example yeah that's fine it'll be like your mom might be the boss over there and (laughs) your dad might have like limitations on like how much advice he's willing or how much he's willing to intervene yeah depending on like if they feel it's in your highest and best good Or sometimes people if they had parents who just weren't who who just who haven't learned who haven't evolved that much like they might be able to visit them and connect with them but their guidance or their like divine interventions are coming more from the other angelic you know like the higher
0: yeah that makes sense uh I'm trying to think how I want to phrase so do let's talk a little bit about like the concept of reincarnation is that a thing do people ever get sent back that it's like no no you got more lessons you're not get back out there or <laughs> all babies me, new spirits
2: what they show me is like is it yes yeah, like reincarnation is a thing that it's more of like we have like soul families which aren't always all of our biological families sometimes we have those family members who are just more of a lesson or yeah need to heal some generational stuff or whatever yeah then so our soul family can be like it's usually a combination of friends family partners or spouses maybe kit you know and so we'll all they show me is like we'll wait every soul that passes will kind of wait on the other side and be more like a guide or a supporter until the whole soul family is together and then it's like you all like everybody decides like okay I want to learn this lesson I want to learn this lesson so like you know like you and your parents like you might have been their parent last lifetime
0: yeah so it's like okay so like the whole but it's sort of like from what you've been told and experienced it's this cyclical like but the whole family kind of, you go through like. Yeah. Like we kind of sessions. go with like a core. Yeah. With one Someone another. goes first and then like someone goes. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. And like, we figure out like who wants to be siblings, who wants to be married, who wants to do this. Like they just all, gonna, they like pick ahead of gonna time. Who's going to play what role to learn what lesson or fulfill whatever purpose. Wow. That's
0: fascinating. Cause yeah, I've always heard about, I mean, I, you know, I've talked and read a lot about past lives and how sometimes mm-hmm. your relationship with someone is tense and it's you have this like unresolved thing mm-hmm. from from the, a past relationship or. But that's,
2: you yeah, know, it might be like where you come in in a totally different dynamic, like maybe you were brother, sister, and then you come in and you have a romantic relationship this lifetime. But there's like a lot of like maybe it's one of those. It's like it's more of a lesson than like a happily ever after yeah because you have a lot to solve from that lifetime and then you're put in these roles to maybe get it get a new perspective on it (laughs) yeah oh wow that's so fascinating yeah so like babies like when I'm bringing them through like I might pick up on where like one baby I was bringing through was like a little girl and she was like she had been sisters with her mom before oh wow and then like the daughter of the dad before, so it was gonna be like this. So it's like it, how that feeds into her relationship with her mom and dad. Like, you know, she might be like have her dad wrapped around her finger and then be like her mom's like best friend, you know, as she wow,
0: that's so interesting. I think about that all the time because, like, I have friends that are like so like that with their parents, and it's mm-hmm. just so foreign to me because because my dad left and my mom's still mm-hmm. around and we, our relationship's much better than it has been but like she uh ha- she was meant uh, like suffers from mental illness and mm-hmm. was an alcoholic when we were kids so it was very like sh- headbutting for it's good it like feels good now but it's will never be like my mom's my best friend i don't think. Mm-hmm. yeah and i i see that and it's just because What I mean, because every whatever anyone lives, that's sort of their normal. So Mm -hmm. I've even had like in relationships, I'm in a relationship now to adjust to like, oh my boyfriend's very close to his parents, and Mm -hmm. not in a way that it's not weird, but like to me it is like, oh you're you're visiting your parents again because they live close by, and I'm like, (laughs) why are they okay? And they're like, oh no, that's just you guys have that thing going on. That's cool.
2: Yeah, Um, like I've like dated people. I'm very close with my mom. Like we yeah. talk and text like all day long, amazing. you know, like on and off. And like, I tell her everything. And like, I've definitely ha- dated people who are like, that's weird. Who's like, <laughs> where they barely talk to their mom. You yeah. know, like it, is, it is weird for them. Yeah. It's
0: just different. It's like, that's mm-hmm. so funny that we all, what I, oh, that's not like what I do. So it's weird, but it's like, all right, well, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, with babies coming in, i okay i have a lot of questions around this first of all because i so that whole situation with my dad that i just explained um he's not even my biological father he couldn't have kids so when my parents were married they went to a sperm bank so i'm a sperm bank baby
2: wow like
0: do babies like choose certain parents. How do you explain like methods like that where it's this outside, you know, my parents wanted a baby, but I actually came from like some mm-hmm. other guy just jerking off in a cup, I guess mm-hmm. uh, what why does that happen? What is that situation?
2: So I mean every like there's I mean, there's definitely miracles, but there are also physical things that we deal with so yep. your soul and and you know you could have been a little sometimes I'll see a soul like more attached to the mom and like they can kind of be flexible on the dad or vice versa but like yeah a lot of times it's that your soul chose them and then so then there's this physical ailment that comes up where they can't conceive yeah but the soul like it's still you still have this sole contract to come in and be their kid. So you just will come in on a different, like, Like however I, you have to get in there, you know, whether it's adoption or surrogacy or the sperm bank or so it's like more of the sole contract. Like I've seen like adopted, um, adopted babies where they'll come through as maybe a lesson for their biological parents. Wow. And then that their sole contract is to live with their adopted family. That's so interesting. And to, you know, to break cycles or do whatever they have to do in that lineage. Wow.
0: So it's like the sole contract kind of goes back to like the the plan is made ahead of time everyone's Mm -hmm. like these are the lessons we're gonna learn so you have to be this person and
2: I mean there's always like that free will so it's not so much like oh somebody's meant to be abused or meant to be like this but of course but it might be that you're meant to come into kind of a dysfunctional family so that you can break certain cycles or like force them to see things because they're not they haven't gotten it maybe for lifetimes and you're like wow I'm just gonna come in and I'm gonna do it
0: (laughs) yeah I'll just I'm just (laughs) and I'll show you
2: guys and then maybe next lifetime
0: you can get it (laughs) you get your shit together (laughs) that's so fascinating well so on that note like when someone comes to see you uh and they're like do you know If someone's going to like have children, like when you have like a reading with someone, if someone came in and they're like, do you ever have people that you're like, that's not really, there's no one coming for you.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think if I haven't had no, what, how I usually sense it is like, I'll feel the, the souls of the children, like, especially if they're in somebody's field. So like, I've definitely had clients who weren't ready to have children and I'm like, hey, like there's a kid in your field. So like if you don't want kids, like be extra careful. And I've seen uh, with my clients where
0: yeah.
2: where they haven't listened to that. And
0: <laughs> And they're
2: like, Oops, I'm pregnant. And you're yeah, like- and I'm like, I told you. <laughs> like they're just waiting on an opening. <laughs> like So that's usually like when they come through really strong, like they're already in somebody's field, like they're ready to come like in the next couple years, you know. and, And wow. And so before that, but like you can really like call in a baby. Like, so, you know, sometimes there's like a maybe where like if you're, if you decide like I really want a child. Like, you yeah. can create a soul contract. Like, you can call in <laughs> that baby some way, shape, or form. Yeah,
0: they're like, is it anybody anybody, anybody
2: out there? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen that movie Soul. Like, you see all the new souls. Yes,
0: like- <laughs> I love how they did that. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, so you can kind of maybe bring something new into... Yeah, so I
2: mean, like, you can create... Life. I feel like I learned that with my mom. My mom went to psychics with my sister. Like every psychic told her she wasn't going to have another baby. Wow. Even ones that had been notoriously accurate for everything. And she stood and she had, and then they were told that they were inferred. My dad had, you know, fertility problems he's gonna be like what are you talking about this on podcast that's (laughs) so funny hey my (laughs) dad had them too it's totally normal sir like (laughs) they were like told by the doctors it was impossible by psychics it was impossible and they kept you know they just knew and they believed and my sister came and you know yeah it worked so you know, I feel like that's always, but what I will see, I will see when cl- some people come to me that like there is major fertility issue, like maybe they won't be able to have a baby how they've planned it. Yeah. Okay. Or but there's so many methods, The baby no. might be waiting for another partner. They might be like, I'm not coming in with that partner. That's because- interesting.
0: Does that, okay. Like miscarriages
2: and stuff. Is mm-hmm. that sometimes
0: what that is that the baby's like, no, no, this isn't, this isn't the plan
2: yeah and sometimes the miscarriage is to like i've seen miscarriages where it's to highlight a health issue so that you know the mom like maybe they didn't know they had a cyst or a polyp or something going on and they have to then get it treated yeah or like hey we're highlighting that this relationship like isn't actually good it's good for you so we're gonna leave and then maybe you'll see this person's true colors in this grieving process and be able to move on so then baby can come back come and be
0: (laughs) yeah in like the the proper environment um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask something that's probably kind of heavy Mm -hmm. so if you're like i don't want to touch on that when we talk about this yeah when you bring in the abortions Mm -hmm how does that factor into soul contracts to like, what, how yeah, do those fit question. in?
2: I actually, I think I just wrote a post about this for the first time. Cause I know abortion is a heavy topic. So the word people just get triggered. And it's like, okay, well, it's a, a reality
0: for some people. Mm-hmm. So let's explore
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it happens and I've seen, you know, I've seen with clients like different kinds. I've definitely seen the the only like twice though, where the abortion was not really in the plan, and it was free will interfering with divine will. Ooh, and does that just
0: end up with like a pissed off baby that's like, hey,
2: yeah, like, like (laughs) it it definitely like they're like, excuse, like this is not like your control, (laughs) like. (laughs) you're messing with the plan, but it's like how I see it. It's like, okay, these, they're just going to have to learn. Now this kid is going to come back later or they're going to have to learn somewhere else in their life about how little control they actually have. So they'll
0: learn a lesson in
2: a different way. And then, you know, so, so when that's, but it's not viewed, that baby isn't like you just destroyed everything. I mean, you know, like it's not, There's not the heaviness that humans really make it (laughs) with all of our emotions and that sort of thing. Um, Wow. Spirit can handle things much lighter than we do. Um, You know, so that baby, if they really want to come down, like they'll find another way or they'll come back or, or whatnot. Now abortions where uh, most abortions, it is actually part of the plan. OK, so it's like I would say the- like nine out of 10, at least where that soul of that baby's like. I'm going to come in to show them that like they're messing up right now and they need to get it together. And so, I but know the that- plan
0: is not for them to stay. It's like this is yeah. they go where in and they come know in that- and
2: they're like, I'm coming in to like save your life or change your life.
0: Yeah. Pivot you in the direction you're supposed yep. to be going.
2: And then I'm going to take off and be good.
0: And then I'm like, cool. <laughs> just-
2: and I'll love- see them as like a little angel or a little guide in their own right. If, you know, if they don't come back later, like I'll sense them forever. Like they still feel connected. Like they're not bitter that you didn't- No, that's just- the sound has changed okay. and anyone listening,
0: too bad deal with it. We did it in the early <laughs> days of, of quarantine. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I get for trying to change up the system. Um, change the system my computer system not making literally no impact on that no but (laughs) um okay i wanna i wanna ask a couple questions in relations to like getting readings because um that
1: do
0: you ever have someone come in and like you have an idea of who you think they are and then their spirit guides start talking and it like changes your opinion on them or does it does it ever like impact did the spirit guides ever change your opinion on the person are you ever like uh, or vice versa
2: sometimes i've learned not to be judgmental <laughs> like, i mean what a skill that i'm learning every day everybody has stuff it's really taught me a lot because like in order to give a clear reading like i do like meditations beforehand where i really like put all of my opinions like on a shelf so that I can just be a clear vessel for whatever's going to come through. So amazing! I see all sorts of, I mean, like I've had days where I have, you know, someone in law enforcement and then I have somebody who's in a criminal trial, you know, who's a wow. defendant and they have their stuff. And then, you know, I might have like, I don't know, like a full-time mom. And then, you know, a celebrity, and it's just, like, <laughs> so different. Yeah. like, whiplash, but, like, in the same sense, like, you see that no matter where people are, like, we all have stuff, so Absolutely. I find that, like, usually, and usually spirit, like, like, before somebody comes in, like, they're kind of in my field getting me giving me a like a heads up, so to speak. So like I'll feel generally like if a reading is going to be really heavy, like I'll kind of get a heads up like, okay, I need to like take care of myself because this is going to be a lot. Or I'll feel like when their guides are really funny and making jokes and I'm like, okay, this is going to be like a fun time. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Get like that, you know, a little heads up. Yeah. Okay.
0: When you do a reading, how long does like a reading last? If so someone schedules a reading with you.
2: I book them in one hour time slots. Sometimes I go a tiny bit over. So I always yeah. try to give myself a cushion because if spirit's talking, yeah, I'm- I, I have to keep going. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but usually like one hours, you know, hour, hour, 15 minutes. That's, that's the general time. Okay. I find half hours just to be so quick that like, I used to do them, and I stopped because it wasn't. They're so emotional. That I was finding when I was like, "Oh, half out, time is up," people were like, just getting like they were like, like the sorry, they like, like "I just have to leave." <laughs> yeah, like they were like really like jolted. It wasn't very supportive. So, <laughs> so you're like, I'm not gonna put
0: people through that anymore
2: yeah I'm like no it's like let's, let's just do the hour and just get the most out of it or <laughs> that's
0: so that's so funny um whoops there go my notes um do you do
2: is it just individuals do you do group sessions is that a thing yeah that is you know so I used to do groups live I you know during the whole pandemic time like zoom actually ended up being really fun and like it's been really cool to do, like, families where everybody's in a different state or, like, different countries. And we can all just, like, hop on Zoom and wow. do a reading. Like, <laughs> And that doesn't, like, so you're still able to
0: connect with these spirit guides even via, like, when you're just on Zoom. You don't mm-hmm. have to be in the same room.
2: Yeah, like, I do majority for over the phone, which I did even before the pandemic just because of social media. I have clients, like, all over, all over the world. Like, Yeah. So... Nice yeah so it's really just more because I think I'm connecting with them it's not like I have to sync with somebody's energy yeah it's like yeah yeah I mean like they almost like I almost see it like like when I'm doing a reading with somebody like we're both kind of like lifted up into like this like higher dimension almost like (laughs) we're like we're in like an office space oh wow without that's, being in the same country even. Oh, I mean, that's, that's so fascinating that you're able to yeah. like reach people at
0: that level. Um, this is just so cool. Uh, what, are, let me, what are like the most common things people come to you for? Like what are, what are they looking for guidance on? Just even, even if it's general, I'm just curious what you're usually hearing.
2: Oh gosh! Oh, is I it mean, just all sorts of things? Like I, okay. I get surprised quite often, actually. But um, <laughs> you know, I mean, most of the time, I, I would say majority are to connect and and, and really like so many people just want to know like, is my person like, are, are they okay? okay? Yeah. Did they suffer? Are they all right? Am I crazy? That's a good question. Like, are these signs really them, or am I just making it up? You know, or am I crazy? Wow. Um, and then, guidance wise, I would say, like, probably relationships and career are the two most common. Okay. That makes sense. You know, like, so. So,
0: like, for people listening, mm-hmm. what kind of person, who should come see a uh, medium?
2: You know, I would say like for media, like anybody who if if you're really in a place where you want to know that there's like some higher force watching out for you or with you, like if you question it, if you doubt it, like if you really want to feel in yourself, because that's what I find like my clients share with me is it's the, the difference of cognitively like thinking like oh I'm sure somebody's watching down you know looking down on me to like feeling like they've had a conversation with them yeah and like where they can bring up stuff that is current to prove that they're watching over them like it really gives them that like real knowing of like hey they're here with me I'm not alone yeah and I'm okay that's Mm -hmm. wow
0: that's awesome
2: You know, and then just like the confirmation of, like, okay, that relationship, like, even though it was devastating to end, like, it wasn't meant to be like, I am on track, or I can change my life, or I can get better, or you know, just to have, I feel like it just connects you with, you know, with this divine sort, whatever you call it, whether you call it energy or God or spirit. Like it just gives you that connection, which like ends up being like an extra, you know, it's almost like having um, like extra backup through life. <laughs>
0: yeah, just knowing that like there's someone who's got an eye on you and like, mm-hmm. like, and there's exactly some like purpose
2: there. or some plan. Like, do you like get doing all right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have clients where you get like a full laid out plan that like spirit guides are are like. You're supposed to be doing this thing. Go do this thing. You get yeah. Stuff well,
2: out. and usually it's like more of like, okay, like if your soul is a counselor, you might be getting that out in really draining toxic ways because you might have relationships with people that need counseling because you're not doing it in your job
1: Yeah. or as a
2: hobby. So then it's like, sometimes I'll work with those people like, okay, set boundaries here and then go at least start volunteering here or start like. Looking for jobs like this, like to get the ball rolling, like to fulfill that purpose in a healthy way, so that it feels better for them.
0: Wow, that's that's interesting. That like so it's too. usually like
2: guidance on like you know like and I like so it's the way that I work as a medium is they give more advice and guidance and kind of counsel to people versus being like oh like where it's more like disempowering of being like oh in six months
0: you are very direct gonna
2: come in it. like you have no say you know like they're not yeah it's just like here's some advice basically yeah it's more of like okay well this isn't really going in this direction so if you want it to like work on this i mean i've definitely seen relationships ending where people aren't very happy about that and then and then they do end and then they come back and <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, spirit's able to help them through that you know or things <laughs> but but so it kind of, you know, it helps people make like career moves or know like time frames of when to do things. You know, wow, kind of thing. I love that. Uh, and shoot, I
0: lost the question. Spirit guides, that made my question. Um, Oh, no, that's not it either. Well, what a weird way to transition. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is all so fascinating. Do you? Okay, I want to talk. You touched on it a little bit when we first started the interview, so I guess maybe we'll like bring this around full circle. But you talked about how before you really embraced your, you know, abilities and leaned in. Um, actually, I remember my question. I want to take one step back. <laughs> being, you know, sort of, you know, being a public figure about this. You know, you're out on the internet. You're you write books. You're coming and doing podcasts, do you run into skeptics, uh, or people like God knows mm-hmm. on the internet, people just going, Okay, this is a load of horseshit, mm-hmm. whatever. And if so, how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? What are your thoughts on people who just don't believe this?
2: Yeah. You know, I learned pretty early on, like it's not my job to make people believe. Love that, you know, what a sentence, right? Like it's (laughs) not, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not my business really, whether they believe or not, even when people come do readings, like I've had atheists come in and where they're just like grieving and they're like, I haven't believed in anything, any life after death, my whole life. And, you know, this person really close to me just died and I can't fathom that they're gone you know, and wow. where we can like, where then people will come through with enough to prove to them that it's them, that I can't just be like, I couldn't have just like Googled them and, you know, be naming off initials and whatever. Um, yeah. Like, you know, but where, where their energy and their personality will come through and then they're able to like, tell them, explain it maybe in a form of energy or, how they can connect. So it's not so much like, oh, they need to go believe in all mediums or mediumship, but it's that they can have a relationship with their person. So that's like how I look at my job more. I love that. I, I definitely went through a phase on the internet where, and it was funny for me, I found it was more what I was like, really afraid to like come out of like the psychic closet like i'm
0: sure because members, you're like, like you're <laughs> gonna run into i i mean even doing these interviews because i know i have listeners who i love and we i you know i engage with the people who mm-hmm. listen on it's different social medias mm-hmm. i know i have some people who really are fully into this stuff believe and then people who are like oh here she goes having another one of these woo woo <laughs> so i'm always like you know like Mm -hmm. if this is possible but you know not wanting to admit that I'm like no yeah no I'm totally that's yes I believe and I agree yeah and then to be in your position where you're like I am a medium having to go well listen some of you are just gonna decide I'm nuts and not try to like further investigate why maybe this is a thing if there's Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so like I yeah I learned like you just have to be okay with it and like it's not it doesn't really, there. Like for me, it was getting over that fear of like they're gonna like burn me at the stake, right? Like I that mean, was like a really like. Well, because that that was a thing for real at some <laughs> exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, you know, was, but as soon as I got over my fear, and like when I look at it, is it like it's more about like who I can help versus how people feel about me. Yeah, letting go of that ego
0: side of all right. If yeah. you're not into it, fine. But I can't help people until I let until they know I can help them.
2: Yeah. And like, I always encourage people to be healthy skeptics, I think. And also with that said, like, I, I definitely have the clients who are like, can I send my boyfriend to you or my husband? Like who absolutely is a non-believer and you can change his mind. Yeah. And the answer is no, because if they, if they've decided in themselves, I don't believe this. Yeah.
0: They're going to have confirmation they, bias. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So there's healthy, you know, there's that skepticism where there's no, I'm not going to change their mind no matter what. So yeah. it doesn't matter. And then there's like, you know, healthy skeptics that, that are like, okay, well, maybe some people can do this. I don't know about you, you know, and, and where, yeah. you know, they don't. And then I tell those people like, you know, well, anybody really, when you do go to a media, I'm like don't tell them a whole bunch of information.
0: Yeah. Cause that's how you can get like scammed is you're like, well, if you mm-hmm. lay all of your dead friends and family on the table for someone to be like, oh, yes, that one, that's who's here. Like- mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but like, you know, but like do things and tell them to like bring stuff up, like, you know, like, hey, if it's really you, mention, you know, this memory or this music or this or like, like give your spirit to, you know, like give them stuff to mention to validate oh, to wow. you. Wow. That's oh, a good one. I like that to go
0: oh. like, bring this up so I'll know it's you. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, wow. I love that. That's a, so smart. Because then it's like, well, if if that happens, then mm-hmm. that will, I don't know, cull your skepticism a little. Because like, well, there's no way anyone could have known that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's, I mean, I love that it's not your job to make people believe. That's like, yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, and two two more questions, and then I think we can wrap. But cool. um, when you see psychics in mediums on film and television, do you, how do you feel like that? Do you feel like there's they're realistic? Do you are you ever like this is offensive? <laughs> like how do you feel about the perception <laughs> in media?
2: You know. That's a good question. Nobody asked me that.
0: <laughs> well, that was one of my, one of the patrons who subscribed to my oh, podcast. Wow. He sent that in. So,
2: you know, I love that question. It, there's definitely times where I roll my eyes
0: <laughs> when they're like in a full headdress and they're like, I'm getting yeah. something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I, I really don't like that portrayal that the media does of like where all the psychics are kind of, you know, like overweight, and not that there's a problem with being overweight. No, but, but it's just like, this one look of, like, this heavy black makeup, like... Oh, yeah! <laughs> you know, and, like, you they wear... hoop earrings and jewelry. Yeah, like, like Musical. there's, like, whole stereotype. Yeah. Perso- and there's nothing, if that's somebody, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't, I don't like that they make that, like, the role of the psychic or the medium, like, in film. Yeah. They're, like... Some of us have really natural makeup. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like some of us aren't, you know, like we're just normal looking people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like you wouldn't. wouldn't I I wouldn't walk down the street. You'd be like, she must be a some type of spiritual person.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like not all of us are all like you know woo wooed out all the time. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But so so that's something that really. It, or where they present you more as like the fortune teller who you yeah. know, they, they are more scam artist, you know, so yeah. that I don't like. And then with like the reality shows, you know, I think the thing, I don't know how, it doesn't really like bother, bother me, but where I kind of roll my eyes is, is, you know, when they're filming those shows and they're doing like readings, like randomly out on the street, there's like, they're not really going up to strangers. Like there's, because you have to sign waivers to be filmed and to be read. So there's like a casting call where they're like, hey, come to this library and be there. And then so-and-so might read you. So I feel like that like gives people this like wrong, like impression of like all mediums are walking out around and we're just like gonna grab onto anyone and be like, oh my God, your grandfather's here. (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, I've definitely done like random like messages for waitresses or like you know. Yeah, I
0: was yeah. I was on that note, have you ever had like to someone really like hey hey
2: hey. Can you just tell them something once that was wearing all these bracelets and like her grandmother was like, she's wearing my bracelets. Like, don't they look nice on her? And she's doing such a good job. And she just kept like my whole like lunch. She was just like, your grandmother, just like, aren't they great? Isn't she so good at a job? So I finally broke down and I'm like, "Okay, like this this is going to sound weird. And I'm so sorry to be intrusive. And I told her everything that I was hearing and she was like, you know, like tears. She was like, oh, my gosh, like. That so and so. And then I also had a situation like where I was at an aA meeting and I saw these people like somebody was speaking up at the podium and and I saw these people behind her. And it was like her mom and her grandmother. and there was some like connection. I was like being shown there's some connection with the three of them that she needs to be aware of. And I had no idea. Kind of so kind of a vague message, you know? Which yeah, I understood. And so I went up to her afterwards, and I'm like, hey, this is like really vague and really random, but like, I just saw this and I thought that I should tell you. And she was like, don't you ever deliver a message like that to me again? Uh, you know, there's no way that my mom and grandmother are there. You're full of it. Like she just ripped into me. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. I so like, am right. <laughs> well, see where your addiction comes from. Yeah. <laughs> but it ended up being like, she came up to me like six months later to make an amends. And she was like, it ended up being that she had the same, Uh, mental illness as them oh wow and that they she so she was like able to forgive them through her own diagnosis so it was really oh wow that like generational trauma she was able to like let go of some of it yeah so it was so I guess that was maybe the connection but yeah so so that's kind of you know I mean and and I feel like on the shows too like they exaggerate how fast it comes like they cut they edit of because so it just
0: looks double. like you're getting this immediate download of all this information
2: yeah so what you're missing is all of the okay i'm feeling this and i'm feeling that and where it comes through a little slower like they're only clipping together the highlights the cool like oh, oh how yeah do you
0: know? so yeah you know so it just gives like the false perception that like you're gonna go to a medium and, and, and they're gonna be like, like oh my god blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, and it's like yeah. no. yeah It's like, it takes a little bit more time. Like, so don't put all the pressure that it has to be like 15 minutes of, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: okay. And then on that note, before we fully wrap and I tell, you know, we we tell people where they can go get readings from you. You know, we mentioned that last uh, stranger's reading in in an AA meeting. I'm very familiar with those rooms. That's, (laughs) my mom dragged me to all of them. Say, if you grew up there, you-
1: And now I have to find my new room because of them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, now I should go to Al-Anon because of all of the AA meetings. Great. No, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want to be in that room. I hate that room. Uh, Oh, it'll help. Damn it. Um, And you, we mentioned it sort of at the top of the podcast, how when you started really leaning into this and um, you know, you quit, you know, drinking, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I don't know if you were also using, but to quit taking substances, and that sort of cleared your mind. Do you feel like there is a big connection between addiction and intuition? That sometimes that like drives.
2: Uh... I one hundred percent. I I my personal theory, and this is there's no proof of this at all. It's just my personal theory. Yeah. Is that like eighty percent of people with addiction? and I would even add in al you know, because the person who loves the addict, um, I think you have to develop an intuition of dealing with the addict. Yeah. Reading. Are they Reading in the room? Yeah. Are they loaded? Are they not loaded? There is a scientific correlation between mediumship and trauma.
0: That's so interesting because, I only to interrupt you really quickly, I keep mm-hmm. seeing this thing pop up in my, I follow a lot of, you know, a, a mental health trauma mm-hmm. stuff. I, it pops up in like TikTok when I use it, Instagram, mm-hmm. and my whole Instagram explore page is like words that are like nine reasons. But this thing of, uh, this common theme lately of people going like, you're not an empath, uh, you have trauma and you learn to be perceptive of your surroundings. And I keep, wanting to talk about, like, I don't care what you call it. I know how you're feeling. I, I, I know that's like, like you, you can re- relate it to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I know something's wrong. Like, I don't care why I know. Mm-hmm. I just know. Uh, so, sorry. And you're saying that like that.
2: Yeah. Is- so there is like, like U of A has done studies. Like there's been studies on mediums. My mentor was one of the mediums who did the studies wow. there. And so it, they but they've proven that there is a correlation between trauma and you know not just mediumship but all intuitive abilities you know it's sort and, of it almost like breaks open the gates maybe yeah and like I think too, like disassociation like you check it like it might just open part it makes your brain like it forces you to have to function differently which I mean yeah it's not ideal but
0: No, but that's, I mean, what, what trauma healing is a lot of times is like, oh, it's not going to go away. You like, you learned how to function with what you, with mm -hmm. your situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that it's, you know, so there is that, and we all know that like trauma is connected with addiction and Al-Anon obviously. Um, so, but I feel like a huge part of addiction is people trying to numb, whether it's full on mediumship abilities or empath abilities or, you know, you know, prophetic, you know, abilities Absolutely. like, like you're numbing. I mean, it's, I, cause you know, if you have any
0: type of ability to just, if, if from just being an empath to the point of like absorbing others emotions, but then mm-hmm. I can imagine full on prophecies or like being inundated as a medium is like,
2: overwhelming i mean Mm -hmm. you're like yeah like not at all control over it yeah you feel like you have no control over it until you learn the boundary so it's like that it becomes your way to try to control it and you know and and i feel like even people even somebody who maybe like their intuition is just yelling at them like you're on the wrong path or like you don't love this person or you need to change this and like they might start using addictively to try to numb out that voice that, that like voice knowledge because they're so afraid to change yeah
0: um i'm gonna okay i'll ask you one more question which is just my from from my own experience it might sound like a completely crazy question do do you think it's two questions i guess do you think souls ever sporadically just leave a body they're like yeah i'm done i'm out of here
2: and like the body stays alive like, not alive or
0: they just like drop dead i assume okay. but like. i ha- okay i'll tell you what the experience was and it could have just been a really vivid dream could have been nothing i was on a plane and i am very good at falling asleep on planes um this is unrelated to what i would tell you but almost every time i fall asleep on a plane i have a very vivid dream about a plane crash which is just not fun that's probably just anxiety <laughs> i think <laughs> uh, What it's like, why and then and yet still always fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But I was asleep on a plane, head down. I'm, I'm, you can't tell probably on this, but I'm like four foot 11. I'm a very like little person. So I can usually like fold my arms, put my face down on the little tray. Mm -hmm. I, it's hard to remember all of it, but I like visibly saw my, I lifted out of my body and saw my body still there. And then I was like, I was like raising my arm, but it was like a a spirit arm almost coming out of a body. And then I heard this very loud voice in my head. And it was so loud that I woke up and I was afraid that I was like, did I shout that something? But I heard a voice go, and I know everyone listening to this, if you're a skeptic, you're like, oh, okay, she's off the, well whatever who cares so like i literally heard a voice go like you're not done here and then i like bolted away yeah mm-hmm. that could just be a really weird dream but mm-hmm. do you, do you think there's instances of like souls trying to just like suicide
2: themselves i don't know what that
0: could be but just being like i'm just gonna get out of here while she's sleeping <laughs>
1: like, well
2: and i feel like maybe it's sometimes like a not even just, not even like a suicide thing, but like a wandering, like or like just an exiting the body, like whether it's like, for, like planning, yeah, okay, or I mean, it might have been like your soul. Like I'm not sure about this whole plane. Like if you, let's say, like maybe you died in a plane crash in a past life, so it sure seems your like a soul trauma. might be a little like. <laughs> hesitant about this whole plane thing and like um are you sure like oh is it our time to go and they're like nope get back in there <laughs> that's so funny like no, that's funny just
0: like a soul trying to leave and like no no no, you're fine like like a dog when it's afraid of fireworks mm-hmm. like no no, no you're, it's
2: just a- yeah it's like you're okay like because <laughs> sometimes that happens like in surgery or like
0: i hear that the people like go, lift up and see themselves
2: or any kind of trauma i think you know people can like Lift out almost and then, and then they come back when it's not back.
0: Well, they, and they hear, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about like astral projection and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, I there was a while in my adult life when I was like getting real, I was really into meditation, and now I like need to be better at meditating. But I would like try to astral project, and like, come on. Uh, but I feel like as a kid. I either had extremely vivid dreams or I used to just like straight up, get out of my body and I'd run down the street and then just like fly off to the stars. Yeah. Uh, But come back. And then at some point, the ability to to have that dream, Mm -hmm. which how can you really control dreams too much? But like that went away. So I think I was chasing some sort of nostalgia, but is, do you think astral projection, is that like, Yeah, so like in my experience, like (laughs) I
2: and I've had those like astral projection experiences of like leaving this realm, like going to like other realms, and I kind of always thought that that it was just like, oh, I have really cool dreams or like I have a really good imagination. Yeah, Um, but I had an experience once where I had been praying to have a closure conversation with this person that was too dangerous for me to go see in person and i had so i had this it felt like a dream but it was very real of like where i was in my pajamas and everything and i was in this person's um room and i woke them up and i talked to them and we had this conversation and then i came wow and and i woke up and i felt a lot better but i was like oh it's probably just like my dream or just like a soul thing or whatever Mm -hmm. the part that really freaked me out was a mutual friend called me the next day and said, so-and-so had this crazy dream in his room. And like, he named off like the whole conversation And I was like, I have chills. I'm like, Oh my God, that's crazy. That's great though. Cause
0: you're like, Oh, then you get to go. That was real. I got my closure and I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: and then, yeah, that was like, Oh cool. I can actually like be done that's so cool <laughs> so anyone listening
0: trust those experiences you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and on that note i gotta wrap up
2: uh i'm <laughs> gonna lie talk to you all day. <laughs>
0: i could talk all day and i'm not gonna lie to you i gotta pee um, <laughs> um where can people find you if they want to follow you go get a reading how do they do that
1: yeah
2: so sarahrenee is my website it has my bio under the contact page there's like all info about readings and you can book right there um and then sarah sunshine 444 on instagram that's probably i mean i'm on facebook under sarah renee too but instagram i post like guided meditations every weekend um i post a lot of tips and client stories and all that stuff so
0: i love that i love that um okay well everyone Go get a reading from Sarah Renee. Uh, Thank you so much for
2: being here with me today. Thanks so much for having me. I love your show. You're so, I love you just talk about everything. Like (laughs) we just dive in. I know I just,
0: how many questions can I squeeze in to every guest? And I'm like, what are, what do you know? Tell me, I want to (laughs) learn. I'm just using a podcast as an excuse to learn as much
2: as I can. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) um, All right. Well, bye everybody. We
0: will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Well, there you have it. Sorry. I forgot that towards the end of that episode, my mic took a big fat shit. Maybe it was a spirit among us who knows. Uh, but hope you got through that ending where my sound got a little bit wonky and I am finally ordering new equipment to hopefully eradicate that issue forever. But can't promise it doesn't happen again in like two episodes from now because it definitely does uh anyways if you like the podcast subscribe rate reviewed on itunes you guys go follow sarah she's got a new instagram handle at medium sarah renee you can check out her website it's linked in the show notes lots of stuff going on there you can book a reading you can learn more about you know tapping into your own spirituality and lots of other stuff on her website so go there get to know her share this podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes Big thank you to Eric, Jean, Greg, Kathy, Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. That's an upper tier of my Patreon. So grateful for every patron. Extra grateful for them. They keep it going. Also, if you join that level, you can be live in the crowd when I record these episodes, submitting your questions as we go through, uh, and we we ask those. So, come join us. I send postcards. Lots of fun stuff going on. I already. Uh, also, at this level, I just released. I have a new album coming out. In October, but you can actually see the video of the set that was recorded for the album at the $25 and up level right now. And then I will slowly be unleashing it to the other tiers before the album drops. But start looking out for me to be sharing the link to pre order that album because it's my second album. I'm so fucking excited for it. And if you're wondering, does she sound kind of out of breath? What's going on over there? Yeah. I'm uh, trying to get my steps in before midnight central time and it's not looking good. I'll be honest with you guys. And stepping and recording apparently not as easy as I thought it would be. Anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Please, please subscribe if you have not already. Thank you for sticking with me through the hiatus, through the shitty microphone, and through all the chaos that is our lives. If you have additional questions for a guest, you want to suggest a guest, we've got a Facebook group. That's the best place to do it. That's where I will see your stuff. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Join there. You'll get security questions. Make sure you mention the podcast. Get in there. I post ahead of time to let you know about the guests so you can submit questions, and I try to include as many of those as I can. So keep sending them. Keep asking questions, because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening.